Welcome to Ordinary People, Extraordinary Connections, a podcast all about helping you comfortably connect with others in any situation. Hosted by Leanne and John, this podcast is proudly brought to you by Fortitude at Work. Fortitudeatwork.com.au Welcome to Ordinary People, Extraordinary Connections. I'm John. No, you're not. <laughs> Who am I then? You're Leanne. I'm, oh, okay. I'm, I'm John. You're John. I am. Oh, you're all Johns to me. Oh, very funny. <laughs> very funny. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, what, what are we talking about in this one? Because we're obviously getting tired and this is not fair for no, the No, we're listeners. not getting tired. It's the start of a new Okay, so that's, week. that's a that's a nice statement. I'm feeling a little tired, so how are you? Yeah, so hopefully you you are just full of wisdom. Hopefully you're full of it today. <laughs> I'm always full of it, honey. Okay, all right. It sounds to me like you're a little bit mindful yes, of your current situation. I am. I'm very well aware of where I am at at the moment. So, so what are we talking about today, Johnny? Mindfulness. We are. We're talking about mindfulness. Yeah. And I think it's really important that we do devote an episode to it because every single episode we've done mm. actually refers to mindfulness. It does at some point. In fact, I think you timed it at, at one in one of the podcasts. You said it's been eight minutes or so since we mm. and before we talked about mindfulness. So we both recognise the value of it. Yes. Um, uh, the question is, what actually is it? Yeah, what actually is it? Well, let me ask you first, though. How many years have you practiced mindfulness for? Do you think? Um, I was, well, the, if you consider that mindfulness, it's actually a bit of a um, uh, hot topic, I think, in in the therapeutic world. It's mm-hmm. um, for the last few years, so a lot of people have uh, touted and quoted. Yeah, there's like mindful based um, therapy, right? That's it. Yeah, and yeah. it's uh, and and it gives it a bit of. Uh, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, puts it up on a bit of a pedestal, yeah. um, which which you could very easily think that it's something that's only been around for a few years, yeah. when in fact it's a, it's a human behaviour mm. and it's always been there. So so the question, how long have I practised mindfulness, is I've always practised mindfulness, just at different levels, um, because mindfulness is really just about witnessing your own thoughts. Yeah. So even as a child, uh, there would be times when I noticed that I thought about something yeah or I remembered me thinking about something yeah yeah so so it's always been there it's just um, over the last few years people have really uh, honed in on the practice yeah and they've put some structure around it that's, I guess that's it and with techniques and things like that so that people can actually put procedures and processes in place to use mindfulness um, to have a, uh, a better experience in life yeah yeah so so yes always always practice mindfulness just uh, and always will Okay. And never be an expert, just uh, on yeah. my on my way. Okay. Well, I think for me, um, I'm a little bit the same. I, you know, self, some level of self awareness of what's going on in my own head. Maybe too because I've you know was an only child, so of course I've had you know sisters and cousins along the way. But you um, had to talk to someone. That's right. I had to talk to someone. Might as well be myself. Yeah. Um, and so quite a lot of creative thoughts going in my head as I amused myself along the way. Mm. But more specifically from about 2013 onwards, do you remember I went to Byron Bay and I did um, a five-day program on mindful self-compassion, which yep. you did, I think, the I year did. after or yeah, something. Yeah, a couple of years later, I think. Yeah. yeah. And I remember at the time actually feeling really scared about going and doing it because um, it was about mindful self-compassion, which involved 
being aware of how you felt about yourself and um, learning to forgive yourself and learning to love yourself and all of those things. And I remember um, almost not going. Yeah. Well, if you, uh, you've said this in other podcasts uh, that you, the environment that you were raised in uh, didn't have a lot of self-love. Mm. Um, and there was a fair bit of, bit of criticism along the way. So um, for those of us that, that have that, that inner critical, inner critic and uh, that one that doesn't uh, love ourselves very often, it would be quite confronting to go and spend some time putting yourself first and caring yeah. for yourself and having self-compassion. Yeah. Mm. Um, but the techniques I learnt, the frameworks yep. that you were talking about, that I learnt around mindfulness... And using it as a tool mm-hmm. um, to improve my mental health and to improve my self-talk yep. um, has been invaluable. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, it's great stuff, mm. actually. And um, and I use it every day. Mm. And I'm getting better at it. Now, we talked about that in some other episode. I'm not even going to reference it's a, it. It's a muscle to exercise. Yeah, it truly is, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. So tell me, what is it? You know, you're right, it's a fancy jargon term nowadays, but mm. tell me what it is, Johnny. Oh, it would only be my best guess from my experience, and I went to that same weekend. Um, week. Uh, yeah, week, sorry. Um, uh, the My, my uh, experience of it, or my, my take, is that it's all around uh, becoming a, a witness to self, and that is to... Um, oh, I like that term, a witness to self. Yeah. That's so, great. Yeah, I, I, I'm full of that. Full of that sort of stuff. You are full of it, aren't you? It just just flows out of me, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so if you anyway, look, we're still here. We'll just carry on. That's the tide bit coming through. So, being a witness to self, and that is to recognise that uh, the amount of chatter that goes on in in my head um, over uh, in in every situation I'm in, from driving to being in a meeting to being with a client to um, selling something, there's there's always this chatter that goes off in your head all the time. Um, about uh, what's happening, what to say next, what did you say, could you have said that better? Yeah, um, yeah, that's uh, true. Yep, yeah, and then you, uh, so being aware of that chatter and then almost standing outside yourself and listening. Getting meta. Yeah, listening to that chatter. And you go, okay, I, I can hear myself doing this. I, uh, I notice, uh, and the clue again is when I feel bad mm-hmm. or not good, that's the clue. Yeah. So at any time anyone feels bad or not good, then there's a thought. There's been some thoughts. Yeah. Okay. That have uh, attached itself to a button of yours. Yeah. Um, that is now um, uh, sending your thoughts into a, often into a spiral um, uh, of, of uh, sadness or fear or anger. Um, and uh, and if you, the more you practice noticing when that happens to yourself is the time for you to say, oh, okay, mindfulness. I'm going to just witness something happening there, the thoughts that I'm having. I'm going to um, swap something in. I'm going to create a gap. I'm going to create a gap to swap in a new way of thinking, a new perspective on this situation, get a bit of uh, awareness around what it is that I'm thinking and saying to myself and to uh, and come up with a different way, a better way. Okay. So just so that I'm clear, is it typically a th- thought that spirals into a feeling or is it a feeling that leads to a thought? Um, it's thought feeling. Thought uh, feeling. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, but it starts also with the environment. So what's happening around you. So when you wake, 
in the morning. You, uh, yeah. All of the information starts flying in all over the place. The stuff you're seeing, you're hearing, you're smelling, you're touching. Is that an argument for not picking up your phone the minute you wake up? Um, well, even then, that's, uh, that's a thought and that's, a, that's an action. So, yeah, you, you, are, you are jumping into a day of, of, of cognitive behaviour mm. uh, and your, your eyes and your ears and your skin, all of, the, all of the information starts flying in 100 miles an hour and we already know uh, that we filter that. We filter levels of that. So we, if, we, if we were to be conscious of and present to everything that was being imported into our ears and our eyes and our skin, it would be overwhelming. So our brain puts in filters and says, I'm just going to let through mm. the important stuff. Right. I'm just going to let through the stuff that, that, that helps me operate in the world yeah. just enough. Yeah. And, and that's why you have different witness statements to the same event and things like that. And people um, have, different, have their filters in. Okay, so their perceptions. Yeah, that's it. That's it. So if you are aware that you are, uh, have all this input and then, you, uh, then you, your thoughts start coming in around what to do with it. Right, so that is, will I pick up? The, I'm going to pick up my phone. I'm going to ring that person. I'm going to get dressed. I'm going to have a shower. I'm going to start worrying about that meeting. I'm going to get the car washed. Whatever it is, you have all these things that you're going to do now and later in each day. All those thoughts start flying in. Okay. And yeah. So being aware of those thoughts and seeing the order, and that is consciousness when you wake up, all of the information flying in, mm -hmm. the way you perceive it and feel right, it. Right. Right. Yeah. And then, uh, and then the thought, the thoughts that start uh, uh, creating how you feel. How do you get to the point where you've got enough time to think about the thoughts before they've had an impact on your feelings? Sort of happens the other way around. Sort oh, of strange. Okay. So it's a, the thoughts happen. Yeah. The feeling is felt. Um, the gap that we're going to give you some techniques in a minute on how to create yeah. where you can witness the, th the thoughts and yeah. the feelings and then the techniques to change your your thinking and your, your, your head talk around those thoughts and feelings. Okay. So, okay. Because I, I, I imagine that that's where the practice comes in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Is to be able to create the gap. Yeah, that's it. And we've got a whole bunch of techniques around uh, being in the now and meditation and um, self-awareness. Okay. So should we talk about that now? Should we talk about the techniques? Sure. And, and go there? I know um, I try to meditate. I used to be quite good at meditating every day, yeah. pretty much every day. But um, particularly since we've moved, um, and I love, you know, where we've moved to, it's fantastic. But I just don't feel I have created for myself mm. a space. Sort of strange because we, where we were living, you were more connected to the earth physically. Yes. Uh, we were on the ground at sea level yes. and about 10 feet from, That's right. from the grass and the water and, yes. and the scenery, whereas we've now moved into a building Yes. Which is physically disconnected from the earth. That's true. Yeah. That's absolutely true. Yeah. And I've not created a space mm. um, to, to be able to to take time out and do that. and I have, but it's a bit cold out there. Yes, the you have actually. Yeah. You have. You've done quite well. Um, but I haven't. And I need to get back to that because the whole practice of meditation um, I found personally challenging when I first started. I was unable to be still 
and still my mind. Yeah. Yeah. I was unable to come to a place of clearing my mind and, um, and, and being free of thoughts and just being present. Mm. I found myself constantly going, oh my God, look, you're not thinking. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking, oh, I'm thinking, I'm not thinking. I'm thinking, I'm not thinking. Oh, yeah. look, now I'm talking to myself. Yes. See? Oh, hang on, <laughs> hang on. I'm supposed to not be thinking that I'm not thinking. That's right. Oh, I'm thinking again. That's right. I'm thinking again. Yeah, concentrate on breath. There's That's a breathe right. in, breathe out. That's breathe right. in. Oh, look at that bird. That's right. Yeah. And then um, I remember doing some training around it where it was actually okay to let the thoughts come in. Yeah. And then to wish the thoughts away. So to kind of go, oh, I'm just going to take notice. Yes, I'm thinking, but oh, I'm just going to take a breath now and clear my mind. So then I tried doing that for a while. But then again, I spent all my time kind of forgiving myself that I was thinking and I oh, will just let that thought in, yeah. let that thought wash away. Yeah. Off it goes, off you go. And then there's another thought and off it goes. But what I actually discovered um, is a fantastic app that's on my phone called the Insight Timer. Yep. And with the Insight Timer, you can actually do um, a number of guided meditations. There's hundreds of them. Mm. Um, but I have a couple of people that I really like that do guided meditations. And um, so they're actually doing the talking for me. Yeah. And I find that when I'm focusing outwards on what they're saying, and for mm. some people the the e equivalent to that is they're focusing on their breathing. Yeah. Right. Um, but for me, I'm focusing on somebody else's voice. I'm actually not thinking yeah. about me. I'm not present to me. I'm, mm. I've kind of just am me. Mm. We talked about um, uh, we talked about mindfulness and how it being a you know a hot topic, and meditation as well um, yeah. has been around for thousands of years. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's definitely um, uh, what's the word come into our Western culture in, yeah. a, big, in a big way. Um, but once again, it wasn't around meditation. Uh, the thing it was around human beings finding the value in um, in the spaces between the thoughts, yeah, and the and the space at the in between a breath in and a breath out. It's about getting those little glimpses of the spaces in between. Now, Eckhart Tolle, um, who's really big on the power of now, yeah, um, explained that it's the um, it's the the no thing, yeah, is where the value is, and practicing. Uh, that by uh, by either um, external uh, input by listening to a guided meditation, yeah. By um, uh, concentrating on your breathing, by noticing and forgiving yourself for thoughts and yep. and letting it go and coming back to the now. Uh, if during a meditation of five, ten, fifteen, twenty minutes or an hour, you get um, split seconds of yep. of the no thing, yeah, in between the breath in and breath out or in between the thoughts is where all the value is. And so you don't have yeah, to have Yeah, that's a, so true, isn't it? Yeah, so you don't have to have an hour of not thinking. Yeah. You just have seconds in that hour yeah. of no thinking and the value will come. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's absolutely spot on. And, you know, a collection of seconds mm. is good enough. Absolutely. You're listening to Ordinary People, Extraordinary Connections. Do you want to spread the word in your workplace, community, team or school? We're available to speak at your event or deliver customised training. Visit fortitudeatwork.com.au for more info.
You know, the other thing it does for me, and we're just talking general meditation here, is um, because I do quite a number of self-compassion meditations, guided self-compassion meditations, and um, if if um, there is something going on in the family particularly, so, yeah. you know, there might be one of the older kids has got some turmoil happening at that point in time or one of the younger kids has got something going on for them but they're not actually near me but I want to be near them. Mm. Um, meditation, guided meditation in compassion mm. um, allows me a means to envelop them in my love. Yeah. And it, I feel closer to them like I'm doing something with them and even though I'm not seeing them yeah and I may not see them for a week and the issue's gone you feel more connected I feel closer. so much more connected because I mm. feel because I can actually visualize that I am hugging them in my love and I'm it's like a cocoon that's how I imagine them they're in a cocoon from me that's and that's um, I think that's the power of meditation. It allows you to connect on a spiritual level okay. so with others too, and, and it, it's very peaceful. It is. It's true, and and the value of um, of, of becoming uh, you can be more focused, more able yeah. to make decisions, more yeah, able yeah. to reset yourself. So, so oh, yeah. So, so when the podcast isn't on medica meditation, but in mindfulness world, uh, that is one of the tools, definitely. Yeah, right. Because it brings you into the now. Yeah. And it helps you to focus and to make decisions and to um, uh, be aware of your thoughts. Yeah, great. Right? So you're practicing being aware of your thoughts. You're practicing being a witness to your own thoughts. Yeah. And that's the value of meditation with mindfulness. Yeah, fantastic. And yeah. and all we really have, as we've said, I think, what, 10,000 times before, mm. is right here, right now. Yeah. In fact, that's all we have. We can imagine a future. We can think yeah. about the past, but we can only live in right right in this second. And we are at the mercy of our um, now thoughts. Yeah, we are, aren't we? Yeah. So um, the value of uh, mindfulness um, and being in the now cannot be understated because it actually is everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's so true, isn't it? Because if now is everything and your thoughts are you, then being aware of your thoughts in the now is where it's all at. That's yeah, that's absolutely at. right. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So go on, sorry. So let's talk about um, creating that gap yep. to recognise. So let's talk about how we can go about. So we've talked about meditation. Which helps you create that gap. Yeah, helps you to create the gap. What else could people do to create a gap? Um, Self-awareness. Uh -huh. uh, so self-awareness um, is uh, not just about the now, uh, it's about the past uh, and, uh, and your fears around the future. Um, so being aware of uh, the person you are and how you've come to be this person and what the, um, uh, the programs that were put into you along the way that yeah. gave you all the values and the beliefs and, and the sense of self. So the more awareness you have around who you are and, and why you are the person you are today, will um, help you create that gap because it's uh, so if you've had a, a history of um, a childhood with traumatic events or you've had uh, negative influences and losses and things along your life um, they, they create um, triggers or buttons yeah yeah okay so if and it's those triggers and buttons that actually get in the way of the now yeah. So um, if you become more self-aware of your history yeah more self-aware of um, 
who you, uh, your fears and your buttons and your triggers. Yeah. So, and once again, the clue is we're not feeling good. Yeah. So if something happens and you feel that in your body, in your chest, yeah. or your stomach or whatever, you go, okay, there's my trigger. Yeah. What was my trigger about again? And one of the key ways to do that is to talk about it. Yeah. Is to actually put yourself in front mm. of an unconditionally uh, uh, loving person. Right. Who is uh, willing and able to be present without an agenda of fixing you. Yeah. Okay. Someone just like listen. A, just someone like a counselor or someone that you know, some yeah. a friend or a relative that you know are good listeners. Yeah. And that way, and that you feel uh, safe. Yeah. Uh, to talk about anything. Yeah. And then you can talk about your childhood experiences, the negative ones. You don't have to relive them. Yeah. Just review them. Yeah. Okay. And the impact that they may have had on your life. Yeah. And the more you know about that, the more opportunity those triggers and those uh, uh, buttons don't get in the way of the now and that gap that we're talking about. Okay. And so I guess what you're saying there too, if I could expand on that, is that self-awareness doesn't have to be instantaneous. And what we have as, as human beings is this incredible gift of reflection. Yeah. So we might become aware of our habits when we begin to see patterns in behaviour yep. in ourselves. When we have time to sort of reflect on, oh, that didn't go too well and what it was. So you don't have to be in the now, in the moment to re like to, to be able to say, hang on a second, let me just catch that thought. Mm. You can actually be in bed and go, you know, this morning I, I, I was probably a bit arrogant there. Or I, I was a bit of a dick or I was, you know, yeah. do you see what I mean? You That's can the, reflect yeah. on it, can't yeah. you? Yeah, it's the processing period. So if you... Once again, uh, you're in the now thinking about what happened this morning. That's right. Um, and you're noticing yeah. you're noticing a discomfort with that. Yeah. Then you go, okay, there was a discomfort about what happened this morning. What's that all about? Oh, that's right. That's about someone. Someone said something to me that that, that hit my trigger of around my self um, esteem, yeah. and that's and it's sat with me all day. Yeah. So so I've now got awareness around that, and and the 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 beauty or the magic in this is the more you. Um, become aware, self-aware of those triggers and those buttons, the yes. less less power they have. Yes. And the less often they, they occur and the less extreme they are in affecting your life. Yeah. And it's okay, though, for that awareness to... It'll come when it comes. Yes, to trust And that's it. okay. Can trust I tell it. a story about that? Absolutely. Excellent. And you know this story extremely well. We're In fact, we're only talking about it, I think, this morning. Mm. Um, we were away on holidays and we had, you know, as we did every year, we had this cabin and we had a whole heap of people, um, kids, friends, friends of friends, whatever, you know, all staying with us in this cabin. And it was really at the peak of um, Billy Goat Soap stressful days, yep. extremely stressful days, although I didn't, I didn't know that that was the label for it at that point in time. It was just life. Yeah. You know, we're at the peak of life with Billy Goat, I guess. And um, we had funded and paid for this cabin and we'd gone away and then we had some people and I was and we'd all been working extremely hard and this is a bit of downtime and um one of the guests that one of the kids had bought um a you know bar of palm olive soap or something in the shower and I had taken great offense to that because I felt that I'd spent my entire you know previous 12 months 
fending off, you mm. know, all of these much cheaper brands mm. um, to maintain and protect the category that Billy Goat Soap had worked so hard to get and to build our customer base. And here I was trying to relax on holidays and somebody had actually bought that bar of soap um, into into the house and my battle was on again. Yeah. That's exactly how I felt. And um, I let that person know in no uncertain terms that I felt it was disloyal or whatever it I, was the terrible term I used, um, that it was disloyal to bring in, mm. you know, a really cheap bar of palm olive soap when, you know, we're here because of Billy Goat Soap, really. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was, it was an awkward and horrible um, reaction that I had at the time. Um, which I felt at the time, I guess, was justified because I was exhausted and this is where we're at. I did apologise later on for saying that because everyone should bring whatever they want at whatever time, but to use at any time. Um, but my point is that it really wasn't probably until about six to 12 months later when I think about and I will never forget that experience, but when I think about that experience, that I'm able to understand that that came from a place of stress. Yeah, it's one of your triggers. Yeah. One of your patterns. Yeah. yeah. And I was actually in a highly stressful state. Yeah. Um, and that's how that came about. Yeah. Um, and it was only through the power of reflection. Mm that I was able to notice how I was feeling. Yeah. I was able to notice what I was thinking and recognise that I wouldn't make those choices again now. I've, I've actually learnt from that yeah. um, and I've forgiven myself for that. So not holding any uh, regret or shame. Yeah. You just trusted that the, the pace of your, your awareness yeah, along that's right. the way. So yeah. I wasn't aware at the time. Mm. Yeah. And, in fact, it's okay now oh, to yeah. not be aware. Absolutely. Um, everyone has their journey. Yeah, that's yeah, right. That's it, and the and the pace of your self awareness. Yeah. Uh, and anyone listening to this that's looking for um, strategies or, or uh, and a more of a, a clearer understanding of mindfulness um, uh, are at that point in their lives where they're listening to something like this. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's it. So there's no uh, and even if you and if you get something from this, to not even think for a second. Oh, I wish I'd known this earlier. Yeah. Because earlier you weren't interested. So, yeah, that's so, right. So you trust your pace. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Excellent point. Do you think you also have to have a high degree of um, personal honesty to be mindful? Do you have to? Uh, do you have to be able to admit in your own head, not tell anyone else, yeah. but admit in your own head that hurt me, or uh, I'm feeling sad about that. Well, or, yeah, yeah. Well, that, as I said, if um, uh, if you are not feeling good. Yeah, and you're uh, and you have uh, and you're carrying a weight of not feeling good, then you uh, most people will get to a point where they go, I don't want to do this anymore. Okay, yeah, um, yeah, and, and good they point. Go, okay, so it's it's exhausting, or I've had enough, or it's 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 the same cycle. Yeah, I keep coming against the same things all the time, and and the timing then is, okay, I I, I really I want to try another way. Yeah, I need to do something different. I have to do something different. And they go, okay, um, I've listened to John and Leanne's podcast. Um, yeah. They reckon a bit of meditation coming into the now, uh, yeah. spending some time with an unconditionally loving person or a counsellor or someone like that. Yeah. Um, uh, other things, another thing was with uh, coming into the now and the value of the now. Yeah. And creating that gap so, yeah. you, so that you can swap the negative thoughts with positive ones when they come in. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and also being mindful uh, around... Uh, other things in the now that you can be mindful around, which is uh, mindful eating. Uh, mm. So when you're eating things, to actually uh, take the time to taste them. 
Yeah. Uh, from start to finish uh, and, and to uh, mindful uh, visualising, that is to when you're walking down a path, um, to actually notice the Do things you know, around you. That practice of mindful walking is perhaps something that I love the most. Mm. I love it because when I'm walking, and I know a lot of people think, oh, I'm going to walk, I'm going to, you know, wear a headset and listen to a podcast like this one. Yeah. And those people probably still should do that, yep. subscribe yep. and listen. Um, but for me, I would probably never do that because I absolutely love the sound of the wind mm. in the trees. I love the fact that I can work, walk on old leaves and they go crunch, crunch, crunch. Yeah. Or if I'm down near the water, I can hear the water lapping. And I love the fact that I actually do hear all of that. Yeah, it's mindful witnessing. Yeah, it's yeah, great. From all from all of your senses. Yeah, So you're noticing great. the crunch under the feet, you're looking at the leaves, you're looking at the water, you're looking yeah. at um, and, and animals. There's another thing. We'll talk about that again in a second. But um, uh, being in the present and creating that gap that, that we're talking about mm. um, is to practice all those things. So when you are walking, notice mm. the flowers, notice the grass, take the time. And it's a self-caring, self-loving exercise. And... At the risk of sounding corny, it's mm. like a complete body workout. Mm. Mm. It really is. It's mm. like you're using, and I think we talked about this before mm. we pressed record, but it's about using all of your senses. And mm. is that what you're alluding to? Yeah, absolutely. Employing all of your senses. Even uh, our first podcast here in the studio, um, you noticed, uh, oh, I actually, I noticed that it, the, the smell, mm. uh, it has that sort of rustic uh, and it's probably a little bit of dampness or something. I don't know, whatever it is. But it, but, <laughs> I don't. But, there you go. But it, re know. it reminded me of, a, of our cabin up in the woods. Yeah, right? yeah. And, and thinking, and that created a feeling. But because, So you notice the smells, you notice yeah. the sounds, you notice what you're looking at, you notice the taste when mindfully eating. And also when you're present to another human being to actually be present to that person, look them in the eye. Yeah. Um, to stay present to them and to nod and to be pre and to be all those minimals we talked about in the uh, counselling podcast. Listening episode, I think it was, wasn't That's it? it, yeah. So yeah. every opportunity to be in the now will yeah. help uh, and practising that will create that gap so that when the negative thoughts come in, you can notice them, witness them, uh, be aware of the origin of them and replace them with self-loving talk Yeah. around being good enough and, and smart enough. Yeah. And... And also uh, uh, forgive yourself for the past. Yeah. And uh, and to recognise that you only have now. Yeah. 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 Great. Mm. And um, one of the things I think I took away from you know we were talking about that that whole Byron Bay trip thing and one of the things I took away from that is that notion of universality in emotion and in feeling, mm. and understanding that um, your shame or your fear or your regret yeah. is not unique to you mm. and that we actually all share in those feelings. And um, I remember initially hearing about that when, when I went away and thinking that gives me no comfort because I still feel shame. <laughs> yep. Gives me absolutely no comfort. But in fact it does yeah. because it proves that I'm not alone in those experiences. Yeah. Uh, we don't talk about them mm. to one another. I mean, you and I do, but yeah. I mean the general population. You don't sit down next to someone and go, well, you know, how shameful was your day? Yeah. Yeah. So we don't actually talk about that. But just knowing that, in fact, all of us will experience some level of shame, sadness. You're not alone. Yeah, and you're not alone mm. is actually um, quite comforting. So when I'm in the gap, mm. 
depending on, you know, what thoughts or feelings I'm having at the time. But when I'm in the gap, I will often now say to myself, you're not the only one feeling this. This is not unique to you. We're all feeling it. And in fact, I'll find myself many times if I'm speaking to a small business person who will say, you know, I, I, I work as a accountant Mm. and I work in my office at home and I feel so alone and isolated from everybody is Mm. I will often say you're actually, you're not, you're not alone because there's many people that have those similar feelings and those similar concerns. You're not alone at being alone. Yeah. And there's some comfort in that, I think, in knowing that you're not alone. Yeah. And, and uh, the oneness movement um, is that we are all connected and part of the, the one organism. Yeah. Um, And, uh, and you said before that, um, uh, when you went to that mindfulness weekend, uh, and you've also seen another podcast about uh, mimicking uh, scented people. Yeah. Um, this, the, with that connectedness that we have around human beings, if you're with someone who is self-loving mm. and in the present, um, it does have an effect on the people around them. Yes. Um, and it's uh, uh, so, and, and often it's a, it's a little magical because you, you spend some time with those people and you yeah. walk away feeling better. Yeah, that's exactly and you right. There wasn't anything said, it was just being in the presence of people that was, uh, had self compassion and uh, presentness uh, and, and uh, a centeredness. A centeredness, yeah. Yep. It actually, it, it, it um, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, it ripples. It, yeah. Yeah. It, it, yes. goes, it goes out and then goes yeah. out to everyone around you. Yeah, and that yeah. I I agree completely. And they are the sorts of people that that you want to be around, aren't they? Yeah. You know, there's there's kind of a peace and an unconditional feeling to them. Yeah, there's a peaceness, a peacefulness around it. And it's and it's not that they're like a guru or a, no. or, or a, a up on a pedestal. Even they're they're very human. And they're in the moment. And they're very open and honest, authentic. Yeah. Loving, self-loving, and, and outwardly loving people. Yeah, and they're not—they're not worried about what's happened in no, the past. No or agendas. Yep, no right. agenda. Not worried about what's going on in the. They're just present to you right now. And yeah. and isn't it Oprah that said fundamentally what we all truly want is just to be heard. Yeah, yeah, and to have to have a, a sense of of belonging. Yeah, and having a value and a voice. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. that's beautiful. Something to aspire to and something to practice. Yes. Now I I have a um, a little uh, quote here that I was wanting to share today, particularly knowing that we would be talking about mindfulness, and um, I think this um, comes from uh, Christopher Gerber, who um, Gerber Gerber, I think it's Gerber, mm. um, who is um, I guess one of the founders of the mindfulness movement um, in in, you know, more traditional medicine, empirical type studies. Um, And he says um, that a moment of self-compassion can change your entire day and that a string of such moments can change the course of your entire life. Yeah, beautiful words. Yeah, it's gorgeous, isn't it? So, Johnny, is there anything else you want to say about mindfulness? No, I'm I'm mindful that I am getting tired. um, But I'm also... uh, thought that was really good. Yeah, I really enjoyed this and um, it has inspired me to go back and create my meditation space in our current home, mm, our new in, home. It's inspired me to keep practicing because we're all a work in progress. Yes. And I and uh, I carry fears and I carry shame and I yep. spend too much time in the past and too much time in the future. Yeah, don't we all? So it's inspired me to be more in the now as well. Good. Well, thank you, and we'll see you next week, everyone. Bye. Bye.
Thanks for listening to Ordinary People, Extraordinary Connections with Leanne and John. Connect with us via Facebook at Fortitude at Work. We'd love to hear your thoughts on today's show. See you next time.